Hey, it's Lisa Carlin from Attacking Third. I'm always traveling for work, but I also love to be active, playing soccer every chance I get. Finding the balance between being comfy, looking cute, and also being dressed to be active has never been easier with Viore. Viore is so versatile. It can be used for any activity, running, yoga, swimming, but it's also great for lounging or traveling. My favorite product is the pants that I actually never take off, the Women's Performance Jogger. They're designed with the softest premium dream knit stretch fabric. Viore helps me feel good about the things I buy and how they are made because Viore is 100% offsetting their carbon footprint, utilizing better sustainable materials for their products to empower your best active life. Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash soccer. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash soccer. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. season previews roll on today we're diving into the portland timbers they finished 10th in the western conference last season missing out on the playoffs for the second straight season they said farewell to head coach gio savarese last august and then in the offseason they announced phil neville as the next man in charge and another one of their big offseason acquisitions was kamal miller who absolutely shined last season for inter miami nico cantor caught up with him last month at mls media day here's that conversation 
Kamal, thanks for joining us. Um, Thank you. So remind me on the timeline. You had Phil for a little bit at Inter Miami. Yes. And you had him on the Canadian national team as an assistant as well for yes. for Nations League. Yes. So what's uh, your relationship like with him? He he must have gone out and said, "I want Kamal Miller. We yeah. get him. Let's yeah. get him." That's what the GM told me. It was one of the first days he got there. Was I was the top target that he wanted to be part of his team in Portland. So. It means a lot to me. Phil is such a great guy, um, great coach, great person, a player that has won everything when he was playing Champions League, Premier League, everything. So just for him to be so humble and a player of his caliber to take interest in me and gravitate towards my game, it, it means a lot to me. What do you think you did well from, from your time in Inter-Miami that proved to the greater world, maybe beyond the United States, mm -hmm. that you're a solid center back that his trajectory is just keep it's getting higher every time yeah i think just the club in general enter they have been looking for a solid defender for since their existence in mls they had a few great ones lgp uh, shaw cross uh, a couple great ones but no one that really came in and solidified the back line and that was their message to me right away that they needed that so I just carried my momentum from the World Cup and from a good season with Montreal previously and just carried it in. And I think the way we played, we were uh, attacking base team that it was just a lot of times it was just me and the striker by ourselves defending a, a big space. And it just seems like I always came up with that, with that clutch tackle and got us in the attack again. So I think that's what the fans really gravitated towards me yeah. with. Um, and uh, the passion I show on the field, I think they enjoyed that as well. What were you, what are your expectations going into this season and, and what do you want to achieve with the club? This club has missed the playoffs by one point two years in a row. So definitely it's to get in the playoffs. It's a club that should be in the playoffs every year. They're always competing, always competitive, and it's a fan base and a front office that want the best and expect nothing but wins. So that's the goal, just to completely smash it in the West and get into the playoffs for sure and then see what happens from there. I think we've added pieces and there's still more pieces to come that at the start of the season when we look at our roster, I think we can compete with any team in the league. So why not us to go on and, and win the cup? For me, that's the goal. My first cup and nice. it feels right to do it in Portland. Do you envision yourself outside of MLS, maybe in Europe? Most definitely. Um, something in my career that I really want to achieve is getting to Europe, and that's been a, a message from Portland as well. They want to use my talents and my experience that I have as a young player, but still experience to propel me to the next level and get me to Europe. They want to use Portland as a stepping stone for me, and uh, yeah, we'll both help each other get to where we want to be. Be honest with me, what poster did you have in your room growing up? Was it a person or a team? So you had somebody in your room growing up that you envisioned yourself I yeah. to be there. Um, I was a big Sergio Ramos fan growing up. Um, so I had a poster of him and Paulo Maldini. Those are my two idols growing up. Oh, nice. So maybe Real Madrid or, or Milan in the books for you in the future? Why not? <laughs> Why not? I'd love that. <laughs> nice. Well, Kamal, uh, congrats on, on all your success on, on last season and, and all the best for you in this upcoming season. It's going to be exciting Thank to watch. Thank you so man. much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you. 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. It's a great interview. We're. It was a Thank great you. interview. Yeah. It was a great interview. Yeah. The reason he, we, he, you were he, really working yeah, in that. Yeah, interview. Yeah. No, Kamal Miller really shined in that interview. Yeah. yeah. As, so much as, your, as much as your, your forehead. forehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? We didn't have powder. The lights were hot. Were you in a if sauna you see before? These, I'm very yeah. shiny in these interviews as well. Were you? No, no, but you had you had some sort of anti powder. No, no, you you shine a light off of my face and it reflects like the moon. It's like you know. I mean, Kamal was well lit because of your face. Absolutely. All right. Did you sprint? Did you sprint to the interview? I was do, I, I was uh, doing my best usher impersonation. Good one. Good one. It was it was a great chat with Kamal Miller, and as I mentioned last year, he was spectacular for for Inter Miami and for a Portland team that has struggled defensively, uh, they allowed 36 goals away from home last season, which is an astounding amount. Um, this is a huge get for, for Portland. Huge. Go, a huge loss for Inter-Miami. And a huge loss for, for Inter-Miami. But um, what impressed you most about the way he plays? He stepped up to the standard that I think we expected from Inter-Miami. The, the jump in quality from the moment Messi showed up and he was clutch. Mm. He was timely in his tackles. He, he did. It, he it, stepped it, up. So when, up. In when Cup, everybody after Leagues Cup dropped off. He was everybody the best. After he was the best. No, he was. No, no. What, what I'm saying is, it wasn't Inter Miami where he took that step. It was Canada. Okay. No. Canada okay, is what put him on that. Uh, she asked me about Inter Miami. I know, but I'm saying, for, going to for, a World for Cup sure. that changed the way he plays and sees things and allowed him I, to slip into that Inter Miami side. Absolutely. Nonetheless. It felt like Inner Miami all around Messi maybe wasn't up to a certain standard that Messi expects, but I think out of Kamal Miller, we did get that. He, he, he patrolled his zones very well, um, and, and he was a very reliable defender. And I just, it shocked me that Inner Miami got rid of him because he was by far leaps and bounds. Inter Miami's best defender. Portland yeah. got a real one. Yeah, and when you think about uh, the addition of Maxime Cropot in goal for Portland, because he was one of their their offseason signings as well, I think defensively they're going to be a lot stronger this they year. They shipped 58 goals last year. It was a lot. That's second, wor second worst. It's not good in the Western Conference. That's not good. It's not good. So they needed a keeper. That's for sure. And Maxime Cropot is one of the best yep. keepers in Major League Soccer. And then you're getting Inter Miami's best defender. For me, this, this is a team that can score goals, mm -hmm. especially at home where they are so good at home. You would expect them to lock it down defensively. You have somebody, a centerpiece, somebody you can rely on. Now they have a, arguably one of the best organizers in the back, someone who's super composed and calm on the ball, who can play out of pressure. And you have a, a keeper, a Cripo, who gives back lines confidence mm -hmm. that they, they don't have to play nervous. They know they can, uh, don't have to defend with, with so much panic because you have a, a keeper who's capable of making those saves and not giving up the rebounds. And if you're MLS, you do need to figure out some of the rules. You need to kind of change them because the fact that LAFC couldn't pay Cropo more than what he deserved, I think, that allowed him to move to a Portland and then they could go out and get uh, Hugo Lloris for that same amount. Yeah. It was just a little, it's a little Strange. bit confusing. It's, it's a little unfair, I think, to some of these teams. But well, if you look at the- rules are confusing. Wow, what a shock, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, in fact, uh, you are good with sweat allocation money. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sam. <laughs> um, I think yeah. when you look at Portland, the thing that frustrates me a little bit is just wondering what's gonna happen <laughs> offensively, attack-wise. You know, when Phil Neville was in charge of Miami, they looked 
really inept uh, offensively. You lose Yimichara coming up a little bit towards the end of his career there, but an attacking player, Brian Acosta, also another attacking player, also gone. Yeah. You wonder what are they going to do? How is Phil Neville going to turn this team around? Defensively, he's already shown that, but offensively, how are you going to keep that? Well, there's a lot a, to prove. The, no? A lot. A ton to prove. A ton to prove. Yeah, things that he got fired from Inter Miami and Portland. We know if you've been there, it is a, a very ornery place to play. The the Timbers Army are a very unforgiving crowd, and if the results aren't there, you will hear about it. So Phil Neville is going to have to get some results early on to ingratiate himself into that fan base uh, for sure. How many how many managers in Major League Soccer who have been signed for this season have pressure on them off the jump? Does Troy Lesane have pressure on him? Does... Uh, Depends on the ownership. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone except Chirundolo and... I'm trying to think. Chirundolo may not really have pressure on him. No, like Curtin. But, in, but I'm saying, in terms of new manager, I mean, mm-hmm. Greg Vanny for sure is on the. Greg, hot seat Van- Greg Vanny the most. To start. Greg Vanny's got to be the on hottest hot of all hot seats. That's, that is without a doubt. But I Caleb think. Porter is, doesn't have that what pressure. What about Dean Smith and Charlotte? No. He's got some leeway, and so does um, Herdman at TFC. Mm-hmm. They both mm-hmm. got leeway because. You know, Dean Smith just got there, but Herbman, you can't do worse than what they, I mean, if you, God forbid if you do, yeah. but you can't do worse than what happened last like year. Like Chris Armas, for instance. I'm thinking about managers who yeah. haven't done well and coming into so this job think, and they've gotten a job. you think there's a huge amount of pressure on I them, think there's, they have pressure to Let's start. Let's see what he's working with. Let's take a look quickly at the projected 11 for the Portland Timbers heading into the 2024 season. Um, they need more production up top. They need more production from their center forwards. And Felipe Mora, I think, is going to have to have a big season for them. Now, he started the 2022 season. He was coming off of a a knee injury, so he missed a ton of time. But then towards the end of the season, when he came back and was integrated into that starting 11 regularly, he was productive. I think he had four goals and a couple of uh, assists in his last six games. Um, So there's hope there. But, Charlie, when you look at this, and to Alexis's point, like, where are the goals coming? Like, who's... Where's well, the offensive production? Uh, Evander. Uh, I mean, that's why you bring in a DP. Uh, he was a team's leading goal scorer last season. So that's where your goals are coming right now. And Moreno creates a lot of problems for, for teams with this pace. And he, he showed a lot of promise. So you expect Evander and Moreno to really step up. And Felipe Moraes, he, he reminds me of just a, a, a serviceable player. Mm-hmm. Not someone who's going to wow you with goals or stats. Someone who... He gets involved, good hold-up play, but he's not, he's not a DP striker uh, or anyone at that level who's going to win you matches. Okay. That's not Felipe Mora. He's more of a, a placeholder, if you will. Mm-hmm. For Santiago Moreno, he's 23. Last year, really only had three goals and six assists. He can right wing, he can slide into that center. He's played the number 10 for them in the past. I'm looking for him to have a little bit of a bigger season, mm-hmm. but you have to give him the opportunity. You have to sort of unlock him, and I'm a little bit afraid how are they going to? How are they going to give the ball to him to get to get those yeah. opportunities? They, they need to go out and get a proper striker. They need to go out and get a, a big goal scorer, somebody who can. Whether that's Felipe Mora doesn't have pace, mm-hmm. so is it a, a striker who can stretch the field and score goals? Is it a striker who's a little bit more well-rounded, like a not a Harry Kane, obviously, but someone like that who's yeah. who's can pass, create space for Santiago Moreno, who has more pace. But they need to go out and get a number nine. Just given the fact there's been a lot of big nine acquisitions that fulfill a lot of those qualities that you're talking about in Major League Soccer with Muriel, uh, Musa, 
for the quality of MLS, hey, there was one more. They, there's one more striker. Oh, Kuipers mm. at Chicago. Yeah. They're yeah. available. They, I mean, they were just on the fringe of making the, the postseason last year. It'll be interesting to see if there's enough there in 2024. Their fans. And if Phil Neville Their fans. Can get give, them them that, give them that boost. This is Sandra Herrera from Attacking Third, a podcast part of the CBS Sports Golazo Network dedicated to all things women's soccer. With the NWSL expanding to 14 teams, the 2024 season promises to be bigger and better than ever, and Attacking Third will be along for the ride from start to finish. Before that, though, we'll be all over the CONCACAF W Gold Cup, where the U.S. women's national team is looking to clinch silverware on home soil. We'll also be keeping tabs on the winter transfer window, the Women's Super League, the UEFA Women's Champions League, and elsewhere. Coming to you multiple times a week with game previews, recaps, analysis, breaking news, exclusive interviews, and more. Attacking Third is your one-stop shop for the best coverage of the women's game. Download, follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are found. Make sure you subscribe to Attacking Third.